You're listening to episode 139 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the Amazon banner, and then go about your purchase. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Barrage. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a camel. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. 360 Vegas Vacation 2 will be June 18th and 19th, 2015. Those of you who attended the live show and a few people in our inner circle were informed of other dates. However, <laughs> part of the concept of 360 Vegas Vacation is using our acquired knowledge to enjoy Vegas on the cheap. We tried to tie some symbolism in our dates and those who were involved in some beta research were aware of multiple dates that we threw out there. A whole shitload of dates that kept changing and moving That's and right. changing and moving. So we could try and figure this out. But ultimately, we announced other dates, which we will not to those who have only enjoyed the show proper. But 360 Vegas Vacation 2 is June 18th and 19th. That is a Thursday and a Friday. So enjoy. I apologize for my oversight to those who are familiar with other dates, but... I didn't want you to get fucked over by Electric Daisy Carnival rates, which we did check yeah. and are significantly more expensive at that time. So we are like, fuck that. I'm not making my people pay an extra $100, $150 to spend another, you know, to spend that Friday with us, which is significant change in what we did from the original 360 Vegas vacation that I want to see the interest, primarily the pool. Yeah, pool's going to be different. So I, I don't want to discourage people because of the shitty price. So that's why we moved it. Like I said, I will, I will not say what that other date was, but for the record, it is June 18th and 19th, 2015. And that it's is out there, folks. And so now if he changes it, you can all just ridicule him tremendously. Yeah, I, I have no recourse <laughs> at this point. <laughs> it's moved several times. The last time, though, made, made sense. As soon as we realized that the... Uh, Daisy Carnival, Carnival the shit, it? yeah. yeah. It could be there. So there it is. Super psyched about that trip. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. So let's start with our random Vegas. All right, let's get the show started. MGM Resorts owns the trademark rights for the term Toptional, and they currently use it at Mandalay Beach. At least one of their beaches is utilizing that in their advertising. Awesome. I just think it's funny. We've mocked that phrase for a long time, and they're like, it's ours. Like, we've made the joke before. Anytime anybody uses anything 360, it's ours. So it's just kind of funny that Topshinal's been in the lexicon of Vegas podcast for quite some time, and now they're like, we own it. Like, why didn't one of us patent this? <laughs> You're a little too slow in the draw. Yeah, there you go. All right, how about the review of the week? 
This week's review is Al from San Diego's review of DB Brassier or Brasser. It's Brasserie, isn't it? I have no Brassier. Hmm. I'm going to go with Brassier. It's at the Venetian. Gave it four out of five chips. So Al says, right off the Venetian casino floor, great flatbreads, super burgers, outstanding salads. I love the oven to table bread so much I asked for some to go. Great lobster salad. The place is super casual. Shorts perfectly okay. Smart cocktail list, outstanding wine list. Reports about noise level are correct. I plan to visit regularly. We actually had that same experience when we were at Lavo. <laughs> we were like, can we hear some more garlic bread, please? <laughs> so we can take it back. That's that garlic bread is fucking epic there. It was. Yeah, it was really good. But once again, another reason why I adore Vegas Made and their reviews is I've never even heard of DB Brasserie. And we're talking about a guy that fucking knows, or at least prides himself on knowing virtually everything about Vegas. And I haven't heard, or at least I wasn't interested enough to regard that this existed. And I love hearing, you know, somebody's experience. So there you go. All right, how about the twit pick of the week? This week's winner, once again, won because of its significance to Vegas history, which, in the grand scope of things, is minimal. It's a photo taken by Atmos Nomer, or at least shared by Atmos Nomer, for the removal of the letter L in the LVH signage in the wake of Westgate's purchase, a story we will get into shortly. What is most fascinating is the scope of Vegas signage documented. In this picture, you see that the crane carriage symbolically removing the letter L, given proper scope to the actual size of such a thing in Vegas. For those of you not enjoying the Enhanced Podcast, it equates to about four to five times the size of a human. While LVH will be little more than a smudge in the history of Vegas, this picture will properly document what it takes to attract the eyes of those on the Strip to explore places removed from it. All right. What do you think of that picture? I... I, I think it's, I'm kind of interested to hear the story now because they're taking the L off of LVH. So now it's just VH, which I have no idea what that means. <laughs> it will be that, but right, just the idea of, of the size of, of Vegas signage. Well, obviously it's huge. Okay. I, I just, and, and, and four to five times, I don't think is big enough. I think it's bigger than that, but whatever. You didn't look at the picture, did you? I did. I did look at the picture. You know, you know that's not four to five times the size of a human. Look at that crane in yeah. comparison to the bottom of the L. It's bigger. Count how many fucking times up from that one section, how many times it would be to get to the top of the L. Just the L is is taller than one person. Oh, I, I'm, okay, so I'm talking about the, the lettering. The, I know, just the bottom part of the L is taller than one person. You're That's six what to I'm seven. talking about. So then take You're that six to and seven count how easy. many other. Yeah. Whatever, it's, whatever. It's, uh, whether it's four to five or six to seven, it is massive, and that is the point I'm trying to make. As always, we will link to it <laughs> on our blog, put it on our Flickr and Pinterest page, feature it on the Facebook and Google Plus page, Twitter header, as well as the Enhanced Version of the Podcast. We love each other very much, despite the the extreme animosity you hear on every show we're on. Yeah. We, we somehow do. amuse and annoy each other at the same level. <laughs> one is more amused, one is more annoyed. That's, yeah. All right, let's move into the news. First, we have the quad becomes the Link Hotel and Casino. All right, I will be the first to admit, I didn't think there was any chance this was real when the rumor started last October, but here it is. Part of the $223 million renovation still planned for the property include renaming the quad 
the Link Hotel and Casino. Clearly seeing the greater value in cross-promoting the Link Promenade, Caesars Entertainment has decided to change the name for the second time in two years. Much of the branding in the property won't need updated because the queue has been the featured aspect of the name around the property, carpet, etc. And since the Link Hotel has a queue in it, no problem. It also appears that marketing towards the college crowd by reference of the common area of one was too limiting where the link can appeal to many age demographics. An interesting thought about this. Originally, I hated the D name and was indifferent to the name The Quad. When I first met Derek Stevens, I didn't want to be one of those coward pieces of shit who would talk shit on a podcast or the internet and then hide behind internet anonymity. Well, first of all, odds are Derek fucking already knew that guy's quite savvy when it comes to that kind of shit. But I came right out and admitted that I hated the name and repeatedly said so on our show. But I then clarified that I now believe I was wrong. And the property that he has put out has taken the name and either made people forget about it or embrace it. And in some cases, caused mystery and intrigue. We've told people before where it's like the Dean, like, what is that? Like, oh, my God, the Dean's this fucking awesome place down on Fremont Street. Now, Derek ended up telling me that he knew that a name doesn't mean shit. It's all about the environment that you create, the experience that you create. That will make the property a success or not. Now, flip to this, and <laughs> when you look at the idea that they came up with a name that, you know, Caesars Entertainment, you could argue whether it was popular or not popular, but rather than actually create an experience to be had, they realized that the name didn't properly suit the mediocrity that they were putting forth and have hence decided to rename the property for the second time in two years, which to me is understandable from a lame point of view, but... As a reminder, additional renovation plans still include renovating all of the just under 2,300 rooms inside, including the development of 19 cabana suites. The former Asian theme will now be permanently removed in favor of something more modern, which looks pretty impressive, at least in the rendering, considering what it has looked like for the last 30 years. They also plan to renovate the pool area, add new retail and spa options, a new lobby bar with gaming, and add automated check-in. As one would expect, that also means the room prices are going to increase. They will now start at about $90 a night. To look for Flamingo and Harris to fill in the needed twenty-five to forty dollars a night price point. Ninety bucks to stay at the old IP. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nope. It made so much. Now more it's overpriced. Right. Now, it made never so much more happen. sense when it was like 50, 60 bucks. Okay. All right. All right. We'll stay at yeah. you. Now that you no. you renovated yourself, but now you're like you're better than Flamingo or Harris. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, we will we will see. No, I won't. Um, <laughs> uh, next, we have the fact that Westgate buys LVH. As we alluded to in Random Vegas, it's been rumored for a couple of weeks, but considering it's Vegas, we don't tend to report on rumors unless they are really compelling. But it has been confirmed that LVH has been sold to Westgate. The new owners wasted no time dismantling the LVH signage in favor of their own. FYI, Neon Museum confirmed that the sign has no plans to come to them, or at least they hadn't been informed by the new owners 
of what they intend to do with it, which is really just equates to an L, a V, and an H. Yeah, so. why, why would you care if that's in the name? Which, which is interesting. Seriously. You're absolutely right. How long has it been there? How long has it been the name? But on top of that, it's all about that marquee, right? And then you have the LVH. Like, let's be honest, in five years, tops. If you were to go to the, to the Neon Museum and you're like, ooh, here's the LVH, like, what, what is the LVH? What's the LVH? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what that is. So, nope. I'm, they should probably just not worry about that. <laughs> now, CEO David Siegel himself, at least ceremoniously, was the man in the crane removing the L from the signage and replacing it with the W, as it will now be known as the Westgate Las Vegas. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. Yeah. It's not going to just have L or LVH. No, it's going to be W H. No, no, no. It'll be Westgate. I don't know if they'll actually put Las Vegas in there somewhere, but right. Westgate will be the primary okay. signage. Yeah. No official word on the deal, but it is believed to be in the realm of 150 to $170 million. Siegel confirmed that they plan to convert a small portion of the hotel's 3,261 rooms into timeshares. About 200 to start with, and if the market wants more, they will convert more. Siegel is thrilled about the future of the property. I mean, what else are you going to say when you just bought it? But he's he's been trying to get into the Vegas market for about 30 years. He plans to invest hundreds of millions into the place and says there won't be one inch of the property that won't be improved. Mm -hmm. Early plans are, of course, for new high-end restaurants, a night day club, one thing that was officially confirmed were plans to add Edge Steakhouse, a restaurant already located in one of Westgate's timeshare properties in Park City, Utah. Speculation is that the world's largest Benihana will remain. I didn't realize it was the largest. I didn't either. But it's didn't steak. even know they had one. I know. You know the funny. I always knew Benihana was there, and you and I are huge fans of. I always forget what they call it. Is it called tapenaki? Yes. Okay, so we're big fans of that type of food, and I just never realized it was the largest. And now I'm like, well. We should check out LVH or West. Well, at least Benihana, we know, is consistent versus the other, yes. you know, Tapanaki Japanese steakhouses we tried in Vegas properties that were not good. Yeah. Flamingos is awful, is what we're getting to. <laughs> yeah. Stay the shit away from that. You know the interesting point about this? In all honesty, you and I have tried many, many versions of Japanese tapanaki restaurants, whether it be uh, literally all over the country. Mm -hmm. The. Uh, Almost, almost to the point where like, okay, I mean, it, it's almost like pizza where I made the effort. I'm like, there is no bad pizza. It's no bad pizza. It's not bad. It's there's just, variations yeah. of good, but there's no bad. Yeah. We said the same thing about Japanese steakhouse tapenaki. Once again, the Flamingo, yeah. Flamingo actually created bad pizza in their Bananos bullshit. And oh, they yeah. literally created bad tapenaki. It's, it's almost impressive. You're like going, I, I don't know how you're doing it. <laughs> You've literally they're, created... But they're really good at creating bad food. Right, right. I don't know. They just are. Pretty epically bad. So stay the shit away from Flamingo food. <laughs> They've continued to run the casino and sports book and even made the point to state that they will make the already arguably best sports book in Vegas the absolute best with new video screens and things that would qualify it is. Who's arguing so, that as being the best sports book in Vegas? Money line would argue with you. All right, whatever. OVH and Caesars have long been argued as the best. Now, okay, Caesars. We've had this conversation before, and yeah. and Matt would agree with us. I don't think either one of those are interesting in any way, shape, or form. I, I have very limited experience with LVH, so I can't properly argue it. But I've seen Caesars many times. Yep. 
and I have zero interest in it whatsoever. Nope. Yep. And on the flip side, a property that never gets proper recognition for it is Lagasse's. That to me is sportsbook at a level that almost cannot be accurately described in in words. The difference with that is it's not just a true sports book. It's also like it's a sports book with a restaurant and everything else, and I think that's what like scares people off or I don't know, it scares them off, but don't make them think of it as an actual sports book. If we ever made the effort to actually get to Vegas for the Super Bowl, hands down, we would get there at six AM to secure our fucking Oh, I'd fucking reserve something. That's what I mean. Chair yeah, area yeah. like those giant couch chairs oh, the they have. Oh yeah. fucking all over that, man. That's I, I I'll never understand. Why that doesn't get more more respect, and maybe it's just because you and I aren't sports gamblers. Maybe that's really what it boils down to: is is Caesar's Palace and LVH Westgate Hilton International, whatever the fuck you want to call it, <laughs> has always properly catered to those people, which is just something we can't wrap our heads around. We're just not sports gamblers. Nope. While plans for renovating the hotel rooms into timeshares will be slow and cautious, they fully plan to build low and mid-rise timeshare buildings on the underdeveloped areas of the 62 acres also part of the purchase. The Rock Vault show currently in residency will stay at the property for now and they are talking with management about its future. Those of you interested in the details of Siegel's history attempting to get into the market in Vegas, the Review Journal did a great story on it and we will of course link to it. This barely affects us. We just don't care. I, I'm, I will never stay there. There's no reason for us to stay there. Palms in Rio, Hard Rock has never gone enough to get us to actually spend the night there. Palms in Rio, and in our life experience with Palms, we're like, okay, love what you're offering here. I would stay with you for a night or so. And Rio's was that for a way. I don't, I don't know if it significantly changed. There's a lot of people who talked a, a shit ton of shit about it, but I totally agree with you. LVH is just too far. The so only, the only very thing much the same has... way that like Riviera. Yes, too far. Yeah, the only thing that LVH has going forward, or going forward, is the monorail stops there. Mm, I totally agree with you on that. It, if they make it a phenomenal property that you actually want to spend time in with a great pool and everything else, maybe. Because yeah. the monorail. I but could see a night. I'm with you in that. I could see a night. Yeah. But that's that's about as far as you and I could possibly go with it. Oh, uh, an interesting factoid. Westgate just purchased and will now operate the LVH, which was formerly known as the Las Vegas Hilton. Hilton sold the property in 2004, but licensed the use of the name to the new owners until they pulled the license in 2011 when it became LVH and it is now known as Westgate. Hilton now runs the timeshare slash property known as Alara, located behind Planet Hollywood. Originally, and through the majority of construction, Westgate was the owner of that timeshare tower behind Planet Hollywood. Due to the recession, Westgate was forced to sell the property to the Hilton, who was looking for a presence in the Vegas market since withdrawing their naming rights from what it, at the time was called the LVH. Now, we've seen these kind of musical chairs from Vegas shows moving from one property to the other, but it's the first time I can recall hotel owners or, or names properly I, moving themselves. Yeah. It really is. It's just it's just not in the realm of our interest. Next up, Aria is fined for gaming violations. In February, Aria informed a couple of people watching the action at a high-limit roulette table that they couldn't watch because the players didn't want anyone watching. Those who scoffed were threatened that security would be asked to remove them if they didn't stop watching, to which they moved on. 
Now, two problems with this. One, Nevada state law requires that all gambling must be open to the public. And two, the people watching the action just happen to be the Nevada Gaming Control Board agents. <laughs> Oops. Right. Aria agreed to pay a $100,000 fine instead of waiting for a ruling by the board in which they faced a fine of up to half a million. Probably a good idea. This is not the first time the board has received similar complaints from other MGM properties. Aria informed the board that they have educated their employees about the regulations after the complaint was filed. Uh -huh. Of course you did. Yep, they of did. Course. Because it was clearly, Karen, the people who were monitoring the table, that that they didn't just, know that. They it didn't was, know. It was an accident. Because they're in the high limit area. It was and, an accident and don't on their know. part. It was, yeah. it, was, it was purely a misunderstanding that just needed some further coaching. Because the high limit dealers and folks are not the They're, they're not the best. All right. Not the best available. Yep. Got it. Property. All right. So let that be known, those of you high rollers that are looking for a place to go to, don't go to Aria because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> Next up. Grand downward spiral update. So sad. It, it's um. This is currently listed as as a property that we're going to include in 360 Vegas Vacation Two. Rapidly losing <laughs> the the appeal to add such a thing, but really? it is now being reported that a week after it reduced the hours at Asian Restaurant Red Mansion, the Spread Deli, and the Mob Bar at Downtown Grand, they intend to close them completely. What? Red Mansion's menu will still be available at the property Stewart and Ogden restaurant. The space formerly occupied by Red Mansion will become a private dining room. Wait, so Red Mansion is closing? The space that that it currently resides in, where it had its own restaurant? Well, yeah, it was it was a tiny little place. Is closing. However, the menu is relocating itself to another restaurant called Stewart and Ogden. So I guess you're not really losing it. You're just losing its individuality. Sure. I, don't, I don't know that I want to order Asian from a place called Stewart and Ogden. I, this whole thing. Anyway, there's other other things that we want to share. A representative at the property said the property is quote fine-tuning its amenities to enable it to meet its guests' request unquote. Now hopefully, although I have a feeling it's doubtful. This isn't just PR bullshit. It's a well-managed property, not afraid to admit that they failed in making the correction. However, oh, that's a shit ton of failure. Yeah. And the mob bar, the fact that it moved there and now it's closing? Right. It, it existed across the fucking street. They moved into the property and now it can't, it can't survive? Not good. It can't survive right across the street from the mob museum. Exactly. It was literally closer. To the attraction itself, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, the small, tiny silver lining that Vital Vegas brought to us is that video poker is returning to the sidebar at the Triple George next week, but the Triple George is located across the street from downtown Grand. It's sad. I really, I, I honestly, heartfelt 100% hope that there, that this is literally just a case going, we thought... Offering some unique dining options was important, but that isn't what people give a shit about here. So fuck it. We don't care to admit that we failed in this case. We're going to make an adjustment. We're going to move forward. We're going to continue to improve this this product. I'm just so afraid that this is failure properly documented. Yeah, for the the Asian restaurant closing, that's fine. But the fact that the mob bar, that, that worries yeah, that's, me. That's brutal. I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. That's brutal. 
I'm, I'm so pulling for you, Downtown Grand, but disturbing information in the last couple of weeks. Yep. Maybe you should, maybe, maybe you should encourage Nacho Bar set up shop in there. No, don't, because they, <laughs> moved, they, moved, they moved the mob bar and it closed. Don't, That's a good point. Don't move, and it's not Nacho Bar, it's Nacho Daddy. Oh, I, I get too excited. <laughs> I blurred things together. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't. Leave, no, leave Nacho Daddy right where see, it is. See, but doesn't that start to make you think that, that Downtown Grand is a cancer when you're like, Nacho, Nacho Daddy, that can't fail. That can't fail. Put it in, put it in Downtown Grand. I'm like, no. Don't ruin Nacho Daddy. I'm like, ooh, wow, you're that bad. <laughs> that, yeah. that you that you will make successful concepts fail you're that bad. I just don't want to risk it. I, 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 can't, I can't disagree with you. Nacho Daddy is... We're going to get to it later about our 24 hours in Vegas, but I hardcore pushed for heading down to Fremont to, to eat that. And you're like, that's yeah, ludicrous. No, not going to happen. <laughs> it's ludicrous. Not going to happen. But you, you understand my affinity for I, I that do. offering. And I, I, listen, I'm with you. If, you're, if, there's, if there's an inkling that, like, on... Okay. If there's a chance we could lose it, then no. That's a keep it where it is. That's a dumb question in place. If you want a business to stay and be successful, or you can go there and fail, why would? Well, how are those even but options? To, but to, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's gonna go in a casino. That's a better place, right? It's better. Yeah. Your, your head's not always straight. So well, or, you know. I, I do tend to get starry-eyed when I, when no. I, I walk into a property. Into Vegas. No. You? So no, we, we, never. We literally recently mm-hmm. had this conversation where we went down to Tunica, and it's like Roadhouse. Oh, Jesus. We've, I, I have had a special place in my heart for Roadhouse because I'm like, oh, well, I mean, the... I don't know why, but whatever. The whole night, he's like, I want to go gamble at Roadhouse. I want to go to Roadhouse. Well, like, Roadhouse, it's, 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 it's a little more rugged. It's a little more fun. We're going to have some low limits there. It's going to be great. And we get to make the low, joke. The, low, the fam- low limits versus the $5 tables that we saw okay, even at so Gold the Strike. same limits okay. at, at, at the cul-de-sac of casinos there in Tunica. Uh-huh. The, the idea that I'm like, oh, it's going to be so much fun. We'll play blackjack, and every time we hit a blackjack, we'll go, Roadhouse. And that'll be fun. And we stepped in it, and apparently the two times before that, I was just enamored with a casino. And I've now learned that when I go into a casino the first couple times, I'm just... Giddy that you're in a casino? It's a new casino. I haven't been here before. This is awesome. And we went in there to gamble, like, going, this this is this is the, the trailer park trash of casinos in this cul-de-sac. Yep. <laughs> Let's quickly leave. Turn around. Yep. Quickly leave. <laughs> I, I was following you. You're like, I'm going to go to Roadhouse. I'm like, oh, Okay. I've now okay. learned I cannot judge what it is that we do in the first two to three times I go into that property because I'm simply enamored with, this is a new casino. Look at all the casino things. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I go, like, let's wow. play. Let's not play here. <laughs> so, there you go. Oh, Lord. My judgment is impaired. Next up is Zippo <laughs> Vegas. Oh, Karen. Living in the realm between cool and white trash luxury, Luxor now has the only Zippo store in America. Hooray. (laughs) Offering not only a vast array of their iconic lighters, but apparel to sport your affinity for them. Not enough? All right, Manzi. How about a Zippo fragrance available in a bottle that looks like the signature Zippo lighter? No word if the fragrance is intended for the ladies or the fellas, but you have to imagine it smells like lighter fluid, right? It, it would have to. <laughs> Not necessarily appealing in any way, shape, or form. Oh, no, I can't imagine. <laughs> 
possibly many of the people that we saw at Roadhouse would love that fragrance. <laughs> yeah, sure. Now, the store can be found in the Luxor Promenade, connected to the property in between that whole area that gets you to Excalibur or from Excalibur. It's in the same area that the Chris Angel Douchatorium is located. MGM will open the second Zippo's store this August in the space currently occupied by Houdini's Magic Shop. Wait, so you have the only one in the world that's in Luxor? Yeah. And you're going to open... For, for two months or a month and a half. You're going to open another one. <laughs> Kitty Corner, across the street, in MGM. It's slightly angled. It's, it's angled. It, Luxor, MGM, there's an angle. It's the same end of the strip. So ridiculous. I totally agree and I, I'm not knocking Zippos. I just, when we were smokers, Zippos were like, oh, Zippo, yeah. Well, that's, that's, light. that's quality lighters, but mm. it's kind of like high okay, end. The fact that you had a store. <laughs> know, right? Only yeah, one in the world. I almost want a Zippo t shirt. <laughs> it's not Zippos, it's Zippo. It's Zippo, I know, right? You're thinking, I you're Zappos. thinking Zappos, is what you're thinking. <laughs> it's, I, I agree with you. <laughs> white trash luxury <laughs> yeah and the fact that again i'm sorry it, it's pretty much across the street I, it's one one property up and across the street you're gonna put another one in oh my god in heaven I, I assume the entire connection mandalay luxor and excalibur properly funnels those that live in trailer parks in various financial situations <laughs> i don't know <laughs> uh, some people have double wides karen those are better they are. Those are better. Yep, they are. <laughs> BLVD Creamery Revelation. Well, it's it's the Boulevard Creamery. I, I, okay. I, I can see the confusion because there are letters involved. But <laughs> in why didn't we think of this news? The new Boulevard Creamery ice cream shop, now currently residing out front of the Monte Carlo new strip frontage promenade area, whatever, they serve alcohol-infused ice cream. Ew. Mm, I don't know. I've heard Ew. good things. Ew. No. A few Ew. examples that Vegas Shatter shared were Sud Sorbet made with shocked up beer. Yeah. Black Cab made with what else? Cabernet wine. Uh, Tipsy Bubbles made with prosciutto? Prosciutto? Prosecco. Prosecco. I know. Still yeah. sounds gross. Well, I assume that's I, some I, variation of champagne, it's, right? It, yeah, it is. All right. They also offer seasonal flavors, of which Horchata Mama, or however the fuck you pronounce that, made with rum, is currently featured. Free samples are available, and a scoop will run you about $4, but July is National Ice Cream Month, so they are offering a buy one, get one free scoop. Boulevard Creamery is now open 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. That doesn't interest you at all? No, I'm sorry. Really? Sweet, sweets and alcohol? No. That, no bad idea really a bad I idea. like sneaky alcohol I like it <laughs> so I'm, sneaky. I'm I just think of all that sugar with alcohol just not good for we've, me we've, that's we've not had good. bad experiences I, with that I, I agree with you yeah. <laughs> yeah, no but it, but I have to be honest with you Boulevard Creamery had zero interest to me whatsoever now I'm like oh you can alcohol ice cream okay yeah, let's see what you try. got yeah no Ugh. Ugh. That sounds gross. <laughs> that's going to do it for news. We do have some prop bets. For those of you who are unfamiliar and who is by now, prop bets is an extension of the news with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. So first up, Melts Vegas reported this week that the Cromwell will comp McAllen Scotch. Yeah, which is pretty good. When I asked the Vice Lounge Online guys, I'm like, hey, want to try some scotch? Where do I start with? They told me the McAllen 12-year, and I find it quite interesting that they would comp such a quality scotch well, that 
our v, our, our how, Visage Online guys would, would endorse. But how old is this guy? It can still be McAllen. It might be 12, maybe 15, might be two. Not be Do they good. have two? I don't know. I don't know but We'd have to ask the Visage Online guys, but... Either way, I was I, I do, was intrigued. I do but know listen, that was Scotch. East Coast the Gambler, East Coast Gambler thought it was impressive, and yeah, man knows what he's talking about, pretty much. All right. All right. <laughs> While it hasn't been confirmed, it was reported on Twitter by several that water was leaking from the ceiling at Cromwell. Uh-oh. Damage was reported in a wide range, from a small area in the back of the casino to damaged table games and the casino lounge requiring them to be closed. No pictures of such damage were able to be shared because of course security was all over that oh, shit. Oh, I hope not. I really hope not. That is really concerning because a, a, a perfect example is Riviera. Riviera mm-hmm. had a casino roof a pool top on pool the, and on they had to shut that shit down. Now, Planet Hollywood has a successful one that has an issue. Really fucking hope that Cromwell was able to pull this off. Especially since they added it, that they would have done all the reinforcements and everything necessary. But uh, he's. I have no idea. That's disappointing. That's scary. Scary. So while everybody thought this was going to happen, Vegas Eater is the first to report that the Broadway Burger is unlikely to stay open after the Shake Shack opens in New York, New York. Two places. Probably not. Large framed signage is starting to appear around SLS Vegas in both static and digital versions. Vital Vegas reported that such decor will be featured heavily at the property inside and out. I'm almost not interested in what's going on at SLS until it opens. And even then, we've talked about this before. If you literally recreate Cosmopolitan exactly and better, I'm like, there is a Cosmopolitan. I don't don't really need to go down to see you. Good luck. Hmm. Not us. Loosely stoner-themed eatery Munch Bar at Caesar's Palace is closing. Do you remember this place? Nope. Because no, it, it, it is quite forgettable. I don't care. <laughs> stoner-themed, yeah. Done. And lastly, a judge refused to issue an injunction to delay the enforcement of many of the new open container laws recently introduced to the Fremont Street area experience, whatever, claiming that it isn't a matter for the court to challenge the wisdom of the city council. Of course... The fight isn't over, but isn't it really? It's over. I, don't, I, don't, I, I would think so. I don't care how says, often they, how much money I'm not going to challenge the wisdom of the city, the city <laughs> council. Karen, they are, they are all, all knowing, all right? How dare you? How dare you challenge it? Do, would you challenge the Wizard of Oz? No, you wouldn't. You would just accept his knowledge. No, I, I would challenge You would him. challenge the wizard? I would challenge the wizard, yeah, because he was You're just a, a man behind a, a You're behind a, a curtain. bold woman, and I would follow your lead. I am. All right. And, and wherever your ass went. All right, that wraps up the news and prop bets. Let's move on to playing Vegas. On Monday, the dive-in movie at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan is Marley and Me and Seabiscuit. First movie starts at 7 p.m., second at 9.30. Admission is free to guest staying at the property and five bucks for everyone else. I don't understand that. Cosmopolitan has Cry Night? I haven't seen either of those movies. But we so know, I know that they end tragically. <laughs> yeah, but we, we have a difference of opinion on Marley and me, so... Oh, we, we, we are vehemently angry about how shittily they trained that dog, but we're, we're really awesome at that. I think season would be for 
Well, we've had one one opportunity to really awesome at it, so let's not just pretty sure, pretty throw sure that out there now. We'll, we'll see when we get the next one. Yeah. Tuesday through Sunday, Gallagher is at the Golden Nugget. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $22. Thursday is movie night at Container Park and showing Top Gun. Show starts at 9 p.m. Admission is free and only available to those 21 and over. Feel free to bring your own blankets and or lawn chairs. Thursday through Sunday, new kids on the block are at the Access Theater at Planet Hollywood. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $38. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. On Friday, Jay Leno is performing at the Mirage. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at 62. And Wendy Williams is at the Venetian. Lord in heaven. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at 84 bucks. That's that. How, new... how is she more than Jay Leno? Jesus Christ. Uh, I don't know. It's it's part of that whole cunts are funny series that they're doing there. Or no, is it? What is it? It's it's oh lipstick. I like my title better. Yeah. Okay. You know what the thing is? You and I have talked about this forever. Like, for for the most part, we don't find female comedians funny. But the ones that we do, we respect the fuck out of because yes. they're awesome. So this is almost a collection of awful. This really kind of is. And they're going to charge a lot of money to see a lot of unfunny women. But they're going to go, hey, we're women. Women, look at us with fucking comedy. Okay. Saturday, Ted Nugent is performing at the Orleans. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $50. And Chevelle is performing at the Joint at Hard Rock. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $40. All right, let's go into Vegas deals. Vegas Deals is the portion of the show when we try to save you money on your next trip to Vegas. We just got one awesome one. All right. <laughs> it's, it's Excalibur. <laughs> they, uh, they may have done the best social media advertising I've ever seen in Vegas. This month, they literally posted a list of all the deals available at the property during the month of July, ranging from drink specials, price fix menus, and spa deals. I just uh, I wish everyone would do that. Just make it easy. Yeah, no kidding. All right, so that's it for deals. Let's go into coming attractions. Coming attractions is a portion of the show where we share with you various acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. Don't forget, our next live recording of the 360 Vegas podcast on Ustream will be Saturday, July 26th at 8 p.m. Join us in the chat while enjoying the enhanced, unedited version of the show. Oh, God. Yeah, enjoying might be an oxymoron. Um, you can find links to our Ustream channel on the blog, and we will tweet out a link the day before the show. Those are so fun. It, it was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes. I'm, I've gotten some awesome feedback. People are super psyched that not only did we do it, but that we have plans to do it monthly. <sighs> It's like a fucking... It has more pressure. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So first up, Bob Saget is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay on Saturday, September 13th. Shows start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 40 bucks. Diana Ross is performing at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace Friday, September 19th. Doors open at 6.30. Tickets start at $50. I'm sorry. She's not dead? 
Yeah, Diana Ross to me I, is kind of in the realm of um, Mariah Carey. Just a level of insanity that you just can't really wrap your head around. Wow. Never would have put those no? two together. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't necessarily know why. Yeah. Like, like, she's not in, in, in the public spotlight, so she has a group of... She has a track record of insanity. I just, I don't know. I look at her and I'm like, insane. That could be. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to move on now. Kendrick Lamar is at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan on September 6th. Show start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $72. And lastly, Iggy Azalea is performing at the Boulevard Pool at Cosmopolitan Saturday, July 26th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $48. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. All right, so let's check the river. So this week on the river, once again, it's listener feedback. Our our listeners are... We're engaging the shit out of them, Karen. Awesome. And, and this week... I'm a little afraid. We came up with the concept. We didn't even come up with the concept. The idea is one night in Vegas, 24 hours in Vegas. Karen and I have the opportunity to utilize some comps and catch a concert in Vegas, so we're fucking taking that shit. <laughs> We've always talked about how cool it would be to spend one night in Vegas, and it's a game that you and I have played when, whenever we're bored for years, and now it's actually happened. And now that it's actually happening... It's a little bit harder than, than <laughs> we were just playing the game. Yeah, a little bit. He's like, wait, we're gonna only be in Vegas for 24 hours? What are we gonna do? Right. Now, we pretty it's much a little a little longer than 24 hours. So it's only slightly. It's like 26, 27 yeah, hours. I think. But, yeah, yeah, like two of those are gonna be in the airport, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> 25 hours on the strip in Vegas, or, or or anywhere in Vegas that we want, but. Well, we've pretty much figured out what our plans will be, and just like any Vegas trip that we take, we. Uh, They'll always be amended. But in this case, we're actually going to share with you the details. So this is an example of how well-laid plans can be completely aborted when we're in Vegas. But beyond that, we were curious as to what you thought of this idea, if if only for amusement purposes. So we went to social media and asked you, what would you do if you only had 24 hours in Vegas? So let's share some of the feedback that we got. What you said, and we'll start off with the comments that we got via Facebook, is with Mike for the win. God bless Mike. Yeah, Mike said he would have sex with Wilford Brimley, and I thought that was kind of implied if you had that opportunity to do that in Vegas that you would clearly have it. So Um, let me amend amend that question is beyond having sex with Wilford Brimley, what else would you do? Yeah, speak for yourself. I'm not... (laughs) You were although, in Vegas. Although that mustache looks great, not really. Yeah, no. He, um, he had other ideas beyond having sex with Oprah Brimley. Can I want you to share what else he would I, do? I, I have to. I gotta move on. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Get the cheapest midstrip hotel. Eat at the Earl of Sandwich. Blech. Oh! Yeah, no. Retract said, uh! No. You retracted! Not my. You thing. retracted! I will not. All right, well, I can't do any more than that. <laughs> yeah, I don't cow down, people. Uh, I, I love Earl Sandwich, for the record. Go to downtown for a Fremont Street experience show. Get fucked up drunk as quickly as possible. Well, that should have been, like, number one on the list. That's my dude right That's there. <laughs> um, probably spend most of the time at insert points. 
doesn't have a big desire to gamble much if he is only going to be there for 24 hours. Aww. Maybe throwing some dueling pianos at New York, New York. He was a little ashamed about that in the email, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh. We love dueling fucking, pianos. Oh, the shit. It's insanely fun, especially the bigger group of people who don't mind being making asses of themselves. Oh yeah. I'll get up there and yell oh, and scream. It's like, amazing. Mm. Oh, it's as a matter of fact. Sing me a song on the piano. <laughs> it's not specifically referenced in 360 Vegas Vacation 2 as an option, but. In the back I, of our I'm, minds. Oh, yeah. We're like... Right there at Link. There's always an opportunity that this ends up at Dueling Pianos. I hope so. <laughs> There's so much fun. Kathy Taylor, the fortunate wife of Sky on the Rocks, or or vice versa. <laughs> I, I'm thinking he's the fortunate one. Right. But, you know, she said yeah. that her and Sky on the Rocks have done so before, and what they did was in between their trip to Hawaii that they played at their favorite gaming spots on the Strip, they had a quick dinner, and drank lots. Well, I mean, that's... Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, yeah. you're going to do that. <laughs> and then and then Sky on the Rocks himself said, get down to Fremont because it would be easier to access many different casinos with good gambling, action, various food and drinking establishments. I totally get that I concept. I love those two. You and I are so... Well, yeah, I can't, I can't argue with that, but... You and I are just still so fixated with the Strip. I assume one day... If I'm going to be there for 24 hours, it has to be somewhere in the Strip. Yeah. So, And I think it's... I, you know what I really think it boils down to is that we gamble and we get cheap drinks anyway, so that's there's no benefit there. Those are equal. Table limits it can vary depending on, on what it is you're looking for, but we're savvy enough to know where they are. I, I, I just think... Uh, and when you go. That's the other When thing. I think of Vegas, I think of, of the Strip. I can't even say that, honestly. I just, I, I'm with you. It's like, it's got to be strip. It's got to be strip. All right, so let's move on to Twitter. First off, John Colston said he would eat dinner at Sinatra, mm. get the 9.30 show at Rose Rabbit Lie, and then drink at Pepperoni. We've got to fucking try Pepperoni. We still haven't done Pepperoni. Isn't it like way down the street or something? Like It's, it's a... in between Encore and Riviera. Yeah. That's, it's supposed that's to be old school awesome, it is, though. It is old school. I got that. Oh, old school awesome. Don't leave out awesome. I, it's, yeah. <laughs> you still do it. Oh, I hate you, bitch. Dustin of Holland said he's also done it before. He ate at Secret Pizza, watched a baseball game, played video poker, and enjoyed some beers at the Bellagio Sportsbook Bar. Craps at Ellis Island and breakfast at Monami. I don't understand people's fascination with Monami Gabi. I don't. Uh, I really location. don't. I'm sorry. It is good food. But the thing is, you and I lived in a place where we had them. So to, to us, you're like... Well, Why would you ever do and, that? And the one that we had was not good food. No, you're right. So you're, you're I don't right. understand why people are obsessed with Monami Brian Monami also Monami thinks Monami, Monami Gabi is amazing. Yeah, I don't get it. But I, don't I, I imagine a lot of that is ambiance. It's the location right on that. If you can corner. get right up on the strip, I, I understand that. But We I, had breakfast there like last trip, didn't you? Or the no. trip before. Didn't you mm -hmm. like it? I had a We had a snack there at the bar. Is that all? You didn't yeah. like the snack? It was fine. But... C.R. Vogler said he has also done it before, and he ate at Secret Pizza and played blackjack for about 16 of the 20 hours that he was there. <laughs> oh, my God. That is a fucking hardcore, dude. Yep. <laughs> That's a hardcore gambler. <laughs> at Fleming Clan would get a cheap center strip room, gamble at Bond Party Pit and Planet Hollywood, eat at Jaleo. Jaleo? Probably, yeah. No, one of the two, sorry. Breakfast at Bacchanal. I'm going to line. Snack at Hot Doggery and VP at Chandelier Bar. Uh, hands down, our favorite place to play video poker know, in Vegas oh, now. Oh, video poker. That's what VP like, means. Well, I know, I know. I'm like, what the hell is VP? Oh, 
Oh, you're missing an Shut eye. Up. I don't know. How, it's not VIP, you? it's video poker. Okay, but I'm like, that's what I thought. I'm like, how do you? How are you a VIP at Chandelier Bar? Because I would kind of like to be that if there's <laughs> such a thing. And lastly, at Toast CMU said he would stay at Center Strip and just people watch. I get the appeal so, of that, but it's <laughs> 24 hours of Vegas. There's other things I can do. I, yeah, I don't I don't want to just watch people because people right, so, are dumb in general. Yeah. So so let's talk about what we're planning to actually do. So you have told them that we're actually going. I'm sorry. I don't listen to the week of the show. So you've I told them you we're going to be in Vegas for one night. Mm-hmm. I have a Twitter. We haven't told them on the show. We okay. told them via Twitter. We're going to be there for 24 hours. We made a really crazy, impulsive decision to go see a show. We and did. We used... Well, that's what I mean. Uh, first off, this is it, we got comp tickets from Southwest to get there and back. Yep. We got a comp room via yep. MyVegas at Aria. So, so we bought the, the show tickets. Why the fuck would you not? Why yeah. would you not? So It's kind of a... You, we're going to be on vacation anyway. Yeah, we're doing a, a steak, even though that word is lame. It's stupid, but it, we're doing a staycation. Yeah. We're like, fuck, we're 24 hours of Vegas, that'd be awesome. Yeah. It, at the it, beginning of our whole staycation, it's awesome. I love it, the idea. And it was, it. it was a show that we both wanted to go see and talked about, and they happened to be there. Oh, oh no, no, no. We'll talk about it in a all second. Right, all right. <laughs> so... This is what we loosely have planned in our imagination. And like I said, the second we touch down, all of this can be aborted immediately. But in our minds, <laughs> accurate planning <laughs> is, boom, we touch down about 1 p.m. And because it's one night, we don't have to check a bag. So we Ooh, grab our carry-on and we are gone. Go, bitch. Yep. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So enjoy some secret pizza for lunch gotta have secret pizza one way or another fit it in wherever you can video poker at chandelier bar our arguably most favorite place in yep. all of vegas to play yep. video poker at this point maybe take a strip stroll yeah. because i'll always we'll yeah any opportunity i have to drag you up and down in the strip i'll, I'll absolutely do buy my hair unwilling right. whatever <laughs> we will stop off for a 29 degree beer regardless of whatever it is we decide to do to enjoy 29 29 degree beer you show some respect you can be as cute and adorable as you want to over there. The funny thing is, is you're rambling. I've said nothing. I see looks. Looks of, of, of displeasure. Really? <laughs> yes, oh, that's where folks. I'm going with it. This is, this is why we have to put cameras up right, next so time we do a live show, because <laughs> they have to see what this is not and what it is. Shut up. I know of your subtleties, your subtle nuances uh, after 20 years. There woman. is nothing subtle around you. Okay, you I'm not subtle. subtle. You are. I am not subtle. Okay, so you're quietly you have, obvious. You have beaten the subtle out you're of so me. Bullshit. <laughs> okay, beyond that, we obviously have to go back to Aria and get changed for the evening. And then we're going to stop off at STK to test out my theory as it being the best steakhouse in all of Vegas. So, of course, there'll be a 360 Vegas review about that because mm. we enjoyed it previously mm. two times. of Don't fucking me because twice in a row it was epic. And that doesn't happen traditionally to a place that is a fluke. Although it did happen at PBR Rock Bar. So, I don't know. This could be a series mm. of disappointments, but whatever. I'm not saying it's not going to be good. Well, I want to see where, where it ranks on my best. list of best steakhouse. And, and I'm telling you, it's got a high hurdle to here, jump right over. Here. Then we're going to make our wait, way. Wait, does it have a Wagyu? Well, I'm sure they have a Wagyu. Oh. Doesn't. It's Vegas. Oh, yeah, it's Sorry. well documented. Sorry. All right. So Focus. Focus. We are then going to make our way over to Planet Hollywood for some blackjack before the concert. Then after the show, we're going to head over to Cosmopolitan for some blackjack and craps in the Bond party pit. 
possibly some more secret pizza, maybe Earl of Sandwich. I'll no, secret the, pizza. I'll probably be the only one that enjoys the Earl of Sandwich. You and I, I will never enjoy Earl of Sandwich. Eventually, we're going to end up at Ario and just do loads more video poker, unless we're feeling lucky, and then maybe if they have reasonable limits, play some other games. But for the most part, our, our luck at Aria has been absolute shit. I yep, think it's a beautiful property, just gambling has been atrocious. Yeah, I don't get your love for but it. But whatever. But the, <laughs> really? But there, the, there was a finger tap there. I don't know if you folks heard. Oh, it was aggravation is what it was. Yeah. <laughs> you stop You stop your bad-mouthing. I'll let you get away with Circus Circus and fucking Excalibur, but you watch your mouth. It's a beautiful property. Food hasn't been good there. No. Oh! No, one, one restaurant. No, two restaurants have been good there. I'm sorry. We had one bad experience. I had a bad experience at Yellowtail. Yellow oh, thin? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But gambling has sucked. Service has sucked. Gambling has sucked. I can't argue with that. Yeah. Okay. But remember when they had the old sports book? When it first opened, we went there. That was pretty good. Oh, that one was good. That's not there anymore? No, they replaced it with 5050 or something like that. Pizza bar place. Thanks. Okay, so at some point we plan to end up at Aria, and then I may, I've been kicking around this idea, trying to stay up for 24 hours and get into this whole adventure. I don't, I would never ask you to do something. <laughs> yeah, because you know I won't. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so that may happen. But regardless, whatever happens with that, we will finish it off with breakfast at Planet Dailies before we head home. Super excited about this whole thing. <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous. I'm surprised you haven't talked to him about the concert. You're sorry, what? About the concert, who we're going to see. Yeah, we're going to, oh, that's right. No, 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 I, I talked about it. We're going we're gonna to go see a show in Vegas. We're going to talk about it. We're going to see an act in Vegas in concert live. You're, you're not going to talk about who it is? I, I didn't say? No. Already? No. It's a live act that we're going to go see. It is. At it's a live Hollywood. act. It's going to be huge, live. Huge act. In the Access Theater. It's going to be This is a band stuff. that has played all over the world. Glo global. Yeah. Global. For a long time. I don't think my voice has ever hit that octave in the history of the show. Global for, they're actually pushing two decades. 20 decades? Yeah, 20, 20 years. 25 years. Wow. I'm humiliated that I know that. <laughs> I'm so excited. And you, oh, come on. You are too. At least Karen, who are we going to go see? Which is the point you're getting at? We're going to go see New Kids. <laughs> That'd be pop group New Kids on the Block. <laughs> oh, and listen, listen. And KOTB? I've said before, first of all, I wanted to see an act in Access Theater. And unfortunately, the more I hear about Britney, the less interested I am about it. And on the flip side of this, listen, I will admit. And I have in the past admitted to having an affinity for pop music. And yep. New Kids yep. on the Block do have a couple they were, they of were We grew up with them. I mean, come on. They were huge when we were kids. You kind of grew up with them. And then, amazingly, if you actually follow them when they're later in their career, as somebody has, they have <laughs> phenomenal, actually have really good music. They really do. I can't disagree that as much as I wish they didn't, they have songs that I'm like, that's a good song. <laughs> You know what? I actually I tried the to explore this because I thought I was damaged. The, the <laughs> fact that it's like if you listen to me, I'm like corn, Beatles. I was just gonna nuke it's on the block, and I think I think this is where it goes. Beatles argue. I fucking dare you to argue that the Beatles aren't amazing. Yep. But in the two extremities, corn yep. very much taps into the inner rage and anger that I have for whatever reason. And, but when you think about pop music in general, boy bands. Britney Spears, whatever, kind of pop. Yeah, and see, Britney, I have no interest in going to see at but, all. But the point I'm trying to make okay. is, lyrically, it's all about hopeless romantics. Yep. 
that is me very much to a T. So I was like, okay, I can at least justify that that's why I like pop music, but it's, I, they have good tones. So here, here's, good <laughs> here's the funny thing. I'm not thing. proud again, of this. I'm again, not proud of this. If, if folks are listening and going, wait, they're like, they went to go meet Corn and paid to see the band. Yeah, we did. Well, Corn is still our favorite Korn, band, period. by far favorite yeah, band. Absolutely. Um, they're... New Kids like was our time growing up. They do actually have really good music later that didn't make the charts, but if you listen to it, it's fun. It's like you said, it's um, really good harmonies, melodies. They they can they can actually sing. They actually oh write my their own God. fucking lyrics. What a shocker! Right. Yeah. Band can sing, um, yeah. or group. It's band. Um, group. So yeah, we're going to see New Kids. And on top of that, it's Access Theater. Like when they first came back out, you were talking about going to go see them. I'm like, I am not going. I, to an no, amphitheater no. where there's 15, 18,000 fucking or people screaming. Yeah. No fucking Not way. Not doing that. Well, now that it's like Access Theater, which I'm dying to see. Yep. And secondly, I'm like, this only seats like 1,800 people. Like, yeah. All right. I think I deal with 1,800 so, as opposed to 18,000 screaming. Maybe, you know, 1,200 of them might be screaming. Not the whole thing. That's what I'm hoping. I, 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 I will not be the screaming ones. But yeah. Of people who have followed their significant other along to this. I just reluctantly admit that I, there are songs I like. <laughs> They're going to perform. <laughs> Regardless, Welcome. it's going to be fun. It's going to. I think this is so funny because I think this really introduces people to the dichotomy that is your personality. And if I've, they I'm think not. that I'm dragging you along to this, no, folks. He is more than happy to go. He just doesn't want to admit it. I'm not, Welcome to the life of living with Mark. I'm not proud. Of I am. <laughs> I'm excited. You are proud. You are all gun ho Now, I'm sure it's now gonna, you're backing down. I'm sure. Stand up. Be proud. Come on. Say it. I, I want to go see new kids. Say it. Say it. I am excited to go see new kids. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to have a great time. I'm sure the show will be quality. Top quality. It's gonna be actually, it's gonna be yeah. Good. It's gonna be really good. I, I, I the do guys, believe the guys can good. sing, and I'm excited about seeing it. So, so it's gonna be good. And they're older than us, which I find very it's funny. Really weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it is. 24 right. hours in Vegas, also known as the New Kids on the Block trip. <laughs> NKOTB. Yeah, there you go. Oh Lord! Acronyms. All right. <laughs> That's going to do it for episode 139. Thank you all so much for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so at the blog on 360vegaspodcast.com. If you'd like to send us some feedback, which we love, Always. you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. Good, bad, or indifferent, we read all the iTunes reviews on the shows. We are all over, well, Mark is all over, social media. Twitter, Facebook, etc. You can find links to those in the blog as well. Yep. All right, I think that's it. Anything else from you? I'm not entirely sure if we'll have a show next week. Probably, probably. But if it's not next week, it'll be the following week that we're going to take the time off to just enjoy each other's company. Aww. But in uh, one incarnation or another, we'll see you next week. <laughs>